0: Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Um, I have my business partner here, Reyes Valenzuela. We've been friends forever since the year 2004, and we became partners um, a couple of years later after that. And um, I wanted to bring him on because he's a wonderful attorney. He's been practicing law now for over 20 years. Um, He actually uh, graduated from US, I mean, from UCLA. Oh my God, I'm getting confused there. I was like reporting my credentials. He graduated from UCLA, went to Loyola, right, Reyes? I did. Okay. And so he's been practicing many areas of law. And, um, I, we, I just got into a fender bender and, um, in this fender bender, which is interesting, um, there were several people involved and, um, we were discussing the fact that what do we do when we get into a car accident? And so Reyes had indicated that obviously don't panic, right? Well, (laughs)
1: <laughs> number one, number one rule: Don't panic. Uh, bad things happen when people panic because they're not thinking. And especially if you're in a car accident in the street, um, the worst thing you can do is get out of your car when there's a lot of traffic around you, and uh, you know get hit by another car. I mean, so it, it's always good to just. Um, Stay, try to stay calm and, you know, look around and see what's around you. And if you can, you know, manage to pull your car over where it's safe, uh, you can do that. Or um, if you have to get out of your car, um, do it safely, but don't panic because um, a lot of bad things happen when people panic.
0: Oh, yeah. And and uh, he has a particular case that has happened where he represented. And I'd like for you to talk about that case.
1: Sure. Um. Actually, it's two cases. The first case was a gentleman driving from Las Vegas to Los Angeles, and he collided into the center divider. And this was about two in the morning. And, you know, instead of staying in his vehicle, he panicked got out of his vehicle and ran into the opposite uh, side of the freeway. And he was hit by oncoming cars at 60, 70 miles an hour. Um, And he showed up at my office and I was amazed that he was still alive because um, it was was pretty serious. And uh, so that's an example of why not to panic and the second one is, you know, um, my client's son-in-law was driving a motorcycle and a car was making a U-turn in front of him, didn't see him and the motorcycle collided into the vehicle and the woman in the car panicked and tried to leave and ran over him and killed him.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: and so that's why it's important not to panic. Um and that's that's the number one rule, people. You know, there's always commercials on TV. You know, call me, lawyers say, call me, call me. Um, but the reality is that before any lawyer enters your mind, you got to be calm, and you got to you got to take control of the situation, and uh, and things will be things will come out better in the end.
0: Right, right, right. And when you are lucid and controlled, you can actually then ask for the license and the registration and start taking pictures of the of the scene of the accident and and um if there's witnesses out there hopefully you're able to um talk to them if you're you're not panicked (laughs) but at least get their information so that you can have some something right to show to your attorney
1: yeah and that's that's what i was going to say number two is it's very important to get the other party's information. Um, you got to get their license plate number, um, their driver license information, their insurance information. Um, and it's always important to be observant and figure out how many people are in their car. Um, oh, because oh my God, I've 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 seen and heard so many stories, you know. Um, yeah, so th- those are the the basic things um to do in in an accident. And as you can tell, Jackie, I, I told you very important before the end of the day, call your own insurance and let them know you've been in an accident.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just got into a fender bender and and um one of the ladies actually did panic. Poor thing. She's a senior citizen. And you know, I, I feel like, you know one of the most important things is don't take away the humanity because, you know, we don't know what the person's going through. And yes, it could, you know, things can be worse off, at least in my situation. Right. And and this lady, she's a senior citizen and poor thing. I felt like, Oh my God, I wanted to console her. She was really, really panicked. And, but hopefully everything goes out well. And, you know, it's just, you know, um, just the uh, physical injury of the, of the car. That's it.
1: Yeah. And, and there's a small bump in, in the road to, to your life. <laughs>
0: <right>? <laughs> I know in the long, on, on the long scheme of things. Right. Uh, so as you know, like uh, Reyes and I have been friends for a long time and um, we've been partners for a while. And I really wanted him to come here on Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast to discuss like re- what really makes a partnership. A partnership that can continue to grow and expand, and um, not get too jaded, or start hating one another at the end, right? I mean, our partnership has um, ended in terms of legal, um, but um, we continue to be in each other's lives because we really, really feel that, you know, our partnership was just the icing on the skate on the cake. Because we were already friends, and so I I love learning what's going on with him and his life, and he he as well believes the same way of wanting to learn more about my life, and so in terms of partnerships like business partnerships, what would you say um, is like the the five points of partnership? Like you think this is crucial in a partnership in order to be successful?
1: Well, um, the number one, I think, I'm not going to call it a rule, Mm -hmm. but I think it's consideration, Mm -hmm. is that you have to have, um, in my opinion, uh, complete trust and honesty with your partner. Um, Honesty and trust is, uh, I think, the number one um, guideline for a friendship and for a business partnership. Um the the way the way I see it, Jackie, is that um a business partnership is very, very much like a marriage. Um it's it's really a financial marriage between the parties, you know? Um because you're you're both um Trying to achieve something for the for the I guess for the better of the group, yeah. Uh, the partnership, and you have to be completely honest, and the other person has to have completely trust in you, and vice versa. Um, and and that is how I think number one, um, people entering into partnerships should approach it. I think number two, um. Partners need to understand their limits because a lot of times, um, partners may have different ideas of what the other person is going to do, and it doesn't turn out that way because they haven't really discussed it. Um, and so y- you have to understand each other's limits um, because that will avoid a lot of uh, arguments, honestly, you know. Um, I have uh, litigated uh, partnerships, and I've tried to resolve, you know, partnerships. And you know, the complaint is always he's not doing what he said he was gonna do, or, you know, she's not sharing, you know, the finances with me. I don't understand why. And a lot of it comes down to um honesty, trust, and understanding each other's limits. Um, you know, like, for example, Uh, me, you know, my, my spouse, I understand her limits. um, And, and a partnership is, is very much the same way. Um, You know, because the expectations could be different. And if you talk it out and say, this is what I can do in the partnership. And these are the things that I can't do. Then I think um, everybody's uh, on the same page of what's going to happen, you know, like for example, some people aren't good at math. Um, some people don't like handling handling finances. So maybe that partner shouldn't handle the finances. Right. You know? Yeah,
0: um, yeah, absolutely. I'll have right. to say that that Reyes is very calm and collected. And and when I was, I'm like, I would get nervous. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my. And he would just be so calm, and I'd be like, why aren't you freaking out? <laughs> and it was, and it would be the most interesting thing that I would I would uh, observe that that I'm in the I'm in the panic in the in the sense of like I'm think I'm thinking something's gonna go wrong oh my god and he's like calm cool collected like a cucumber <laughs> and easy and flow and and sometimes I thought oh my god he has more feminine flow than I do because <laughs> you know we women tend to be a lot more like, Oh, no pasa nada, you know, everything's going to be okay. But um, the, the, I think that our partnership worked because a, we, you know, we had consideration for one another and we trusted one another and we had honesty and we spoke with one another and there wasn't much that bothered each other. Like it was, it's, it was very nice it was not you know I mean there are moments there will always be moments that you'll get tested that's just a, a fact of life
1: in in every in every in, relationship
0: in every relationship but it's important to communicate and my in my opinion for me a partnership is someone is when you respect one another and communicate right. those are like two right. essential things
1: well you and know I, I think i think when you hit on uh, the number three guideline that that I, that I, that I was thinking about is um, don't panic in a partnership, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because uh, when you panic, a lot of times that leads to arguments and um, you want to avoid arguments as much as possible, because you might say things that you don't mean. And, you know, People's emotions come to the front. Um, and, you know, for in order for a partnership to work, you know, y- you can't be arguing all the time. You know, you have to be able to sit down and talk things out calmly and come to a resolution, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like you're saying, is, um, you know, deadlines would come up and you're like, Reyes, what's going on here? Um, but, uh, but honestly, I think not panicking um, helps. And yes, I would be calm, like don't panic, we'll get this. And you know, usually it was handled, right? Yeah, it was um, handled. usually a, a late night took care of that, right? Late working to the, burning the midnight oil, right?
0: Yeah, the yeah, you got to learn. So here's the thing: I'm I'm a planner. I plan far in advance because I don't like the last minute things. Like that is not my forte. I don't enjoy. Um, being on the, on the, at the end on the cutting edge of, of, um, of deadlines. I, I, I love to plan ahead of time because I feel that I do my best work when I properly plan. And I know when the, the, the finality is. And I, Mm -hmm. and I feel great when I'm like way ahead of the game. Ray is his personality. He's a Mister Last Minute kind of dude, <laughs> so but he'll get it done because he well, said he's know, gonna get it done.
1: You know what it is, is? It's just um a little bit different the way we operate it, right? Yeah. Um, because quite honestly, um, I I would, I think for me is the clo- <laughs> You're gonna hate this, right? The closer the deadline, the more motivation I have to really focus and really think things through right Mm -hmm. um and i'm you know quite honestly i think i could be more of a planner like you and i have been but um a lot of times i would i wouldn't be able to focus really until i knew this was due then i would focus and do the research and then do the argument and 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 usually it was it was it was pretty good yeah so um But I wish I was more of a planner because honestly, um, you know, that, you know, you know, waiting too (laughs) close to the deadline does present its own stress, right?
0: Yeah, no, it it really does. But, you know, that's, I, some people deal very well with stress and, and others like myself, I was like quite the opposite. I do not deal very well with stress. That's why I like to plan things out and have everything completed at least a day in advance. That's just me.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you know that that really said seg- how that personality, you know, um meshes with your own personality or some people say complements it. Um because um I, I think that you know if if your partner is strong in an area where you're weak, then that's a compliment, right? Um, For example, if if you're not good at finances and your partner's a whiz, I mean, you know, guess who's going to do the accounting? Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Um, So I think really, really understanding and knowing your partner and what kind of personality they have, I think it really helps. Because, you know, for me, for example, um, I consider myself a litigator. I love going to court. I love arguing in court and i know that's one of the things that you wanted to avoid is oh court is just so stressful and you know dealing with the judges and dealing with the other lawyers and i revel in that i love it yeah. um so you know we agreed right that i would i would go to court yeah. and for me i loved it for you you love being in the office behind the scenes um and it worked yeah. you know because um you know, you you weren't worried about what you were going to tell the judge because, you know, we obviously um, had that worked out, right?
0: Yeah. 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 But there was already the case planning behind the scenes, the case management and the discussions, um, what points to address, what points to hit. And we had the arguments already done. It was just more of presenting it in front of the judge Mm -hmm. or jury or when, what are your, Uh, your client or opposing counsel. So there's just so many beautiful things, I think, in partnership. um, And I feel like um, best practices, as we were talking about, we got to go back with the fact that we have consideration for one another. We have the mutual respect for one another and communication, which is, I would say, like the number one thing that we need in order for any successful relationship especially like if you're, if you're married, like if you don't have that, then forget it, you end up in divorce, which is another area of law that we have handled uh, time and time again. And um, for you amigas out there, um, Reyes um, is a litigator through and through. So he'll handle all tortious claims. He will handle business um, claims um, and handle family law, which I, Hate, I I'm really good at it, but I can't stand it.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I think that um, w- w- you know, in divorce cases, right? Um, I try to understand what the client wants, and I try to you know within the bounds of the law, right? I try to help them as much as I can, but I think sometimes when either the other side, the spouse, or your own client um, has unreasonable expectations, I think it's my job to sort of ground them Mm -hmm. and say, look, um, you know, this is not likely to happen, right? I had, for example, I had a client that said to me, "Um, I want custody of my children and I don't want him ever to see them ever again. And I said, that is not gonna happen. (laughs) (laughs) I said, you know, Unless there's abuse or you know, violence or drug abuse or something horrible, um, I don't think the judge is gonna say, okay, they're all yours and yeah, yeah. Fuck the other person. I you know. know.
0: It's like it's like just because he's a jackass with you doesn't mean he's a jackass with the kids. Right. And jack being a jackass, that that is has nothing to do with the law.
1: That's right. That's right. And
0: yeah, so it's interesting because I've done a lot of domestic violence work and then in family law. Oh, no, he hits me and this and that. I said, okay, so does he hit you in front of the kids? No. Well, then. Do
1: you ever call the police? Did no. you call the
0: police? No. I mean, so <laughs> it's like as an attorney, we're like left to think like, okay, ma'am, respectfully, but that's not the way it's going to go. Right. Right.
1: right. Well, you know, like I said, I try to ground them and sort of like um uh tailor their expectations to the law and uh and and wor- and work it that way. And and one of the very first things I tell my clients is, look, I will represent you as long as you're gonna be reasonable. I mean, if you're gonna go off left field, I honestly don't think it's gonna work because um, you know especially when you have children i say you know the 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 law looks at their needs first not your needs not the other person's needs not the dog's needs they're going to look at the kids needs first and um a lot of times when i have this conversation you know i get a different reaction like yeah you know you're right maybe i should tone it down a little bit not be so angry not be so demanding and things usually turn out pretty well, but if not, you know, we try and we litigate and, you know, uh, we try to convince the judge and, and, you know, take it from there. Right. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. So, you know, what, one of the things that I, that I'd like to discuss a little bit upon is the challenging client, the one that is uncontrollable you know, the one that, that you're, you're, you're arguing on behalf of this client, but it almost seems like the client is working against you. All right. Have you, have you had uh, situations like that? Cause I know I had, and and we've discussed many times, right? What have you done in those cases?
1: You know, quite honestly, I, I tell the clients, you know, um, We have to sit down and we have to come to an agreement on how we're going to handle this case and if we cannot come to an agreement then we're going to have to part ways because i don't see how we can move forward and how i can help you achieve what you know what you want because we're not seeing eye to eye on this you know um and if after that conversation things don't change Then I asked the court, you know, that I I cannot continue any longer. Um, But a lot of times, you know, once the clients think about it, they realize that being reasonable is going to get them a long way, you know. And uh, and usually um, I get a good positive reaction, you know, when I have this frank conversation. Um, But yeah, obviously there's going to be cases where, you're just not going to see eye to eye on it. And um, and you're just going to have to maybe have another attorney, you know, uh, take a crack at it yeah. so that maybe they get along better with the client. Um, you know, because a lot of times it's about personality.
0: Sometimes personalities don't mesh. And it's important to know that like from the onset, because, you know, if you keep clashing with your attorney, Forget it. Like, what's the point of even hiring somebody if you keep clashing with your attorney? So, you know, if you don't like your attorney, you can always, you know, stop uh, having them represent you. I say. Be. And there's and and here's the thing with with attorneys. Like, we're like, enough harm, no foul. You know, we just don't jive. Period on the story. I mean, yeah, if-
1: you know, what comes to mind? I remember there was a client, right. That started telling me what the law was. (laughs) And then I told the client, I said, "Um, You know, I I don't mean to offend you, but what is your education level? And he said, You know, I had two years of community college. And I said, So do do you honestly think you know more in this area than I do? And he said, Well, I can read, so I can understand the law. I said, Well, honestly, it's not just about reading. Um, You have to understand what you're reading and how it applies to your case and I said you know honestly I don't because you're second guessing me by what you read on the internet um I really don't think this is going to work
0: yeah <laughs> I know I know yeah. it's it's it
1: we, and we, uh,
0: we could totally talk about a lot of stories that's for sure
1: right right you know but I I, I guess the key is just just try to Really talk to them, and and if things can't be worked out, then you know you you're gonna have to move on, and you know um, you did what you could and put them in a better place than they were before, um, and if 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 you know that that's what you did, then then you did your job.
0: Yeah, yeah, but and and it's so important that you put them in a the better place, and but and, and then also sometimes. Even if the more you, even though you try, sometimes you aren't. You're not putting them in a better place. Meaning, um, sometimes their expectations could be a little bit too high. Like a lot of people hear the Jacoby and Myers commercials. Well, Larry H. Parker or whatever gave me three million dollars, and it's like, and you're <laughs> in an in, in an accident, and they think you're going to get three million dollars. Like, no, that's not how it goes. You know, we got to figure out a happy medium.
1: Well, that's right. And, um, you know, I I tell my clients in accident cases, right, I say, look, this is not a lottery where you're going to get rich, and you're going to retire. You know, this is, you're going to be compensated for being hurt. You're going to get your car repaired. But most cases, you know, are not, (laughs) I would say, um, lottery worthy, you know, over the million dollar range. And um, people don't seem to understand that sometimes.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think they really believe that they 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 hit a jack jack mine or or what what do they call it? Jackpot a jackpot. Jack <laughs> it's I, like, no, yeah. you're not hitting a jackpot for this. No way, Jose. It's yeah. it's very interesting. But all in all, you know, here's the thing. Uh, Reyes has been doing this for over 20 years, has been practicing law and winning cases left and right, and um And uh, he's here to help out anybody who is involved in not only in car accidents, but in other types of tortious claims and even business claims. And so, Reyes, how can people find you?
1: Um, Well, they just have to call the number. Um, And uh, I have two numbers um, 323 446 2400 and also 213. Six two three 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 zero zero, um, and I'd be happy to talk to them, um, and uh, we sit down and we see what we can do for them.
0: Yeah, and you're located in City of Downey, right?
1: Uh, beautiful City of Downey,
0: City of Downey, amiga. So a lot of you are from those areas. So he's the he's the man for you for for cases involving any kind of injury, which is it, whether it's personal or you know or vehicle or business or any of those tortious claims. And is there anything else um, that you handle, Reyes, besides these um, tortious claims? Well, I do a
1: lot of probate and real estate cases um, involving wills and trusts.
0: That's right. So here's the thing. Reyes is me lusos. (laughs) He's a jack of all trades. Uh, he's, I mean, with 20 plus years of experience, you do, you get to do a lot of things.
1: Right. That's, that's but before it. we go, Jackie, the yeah. fifth thing that, um, uh, guideline that we talk about partnerships is that um, like us, for example, right? When you consider having a long-term relationship with somebody, um, you're always going to look out for their interests just as much as your own. So I think the fifth guideline to a successful partnership is you have to look out for the other person's interests, just as if it was your own. And um, you'll never go wrong with that. You yeah. know, I'm, I looked at the way I looked at our partnership was, um, you know what? Um, she's working hard just as much as I am. And she's earned you know, all the fees as much as I have. And so, um, you know, she's putting the effort and we're trying to make this work and we're doing it together. So um, you got to look at it that way because um, a lot of partnerships, you know, end up uh, being complaints about, you know, he did this or she did that or, you know, things like that. But you really got to look out for each other because um that's what a partnership is 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 they're looking out for you and you're looking out for them and um if you see it that way um even you know e- even when the partnership um is terminated or you decide to fold the the business um you're always going to maintain that friendship and you know for example uh you and I uh Jackie we've talked about um doing business in in other areas, right? And uh, we have no no qualms about entering into a business together because we know that it works. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, Amigas. And that's the thing. If you take what you have and you want to change it, you could do it if it's still in alignment with you. If the partnership works, it, it makes no difference. Like the means justify the ends. It doesn't matter what the means are because you already know what the end looks like. So I feel that if like, if for instance, like in us, like if it's okay to adventure off into different types of partnerships, like real estate, like we've, we've talked about it. We've, we've um, discussed money in terms of, of those deals. And, and like we said before, all these um, reasons that we actually believe that partnerships work is because we we are super aligned with what those um, tenants are. You know, the communication, the mutual respect, the consideration, you know, putting the other person ahead before you and, and just realizing that that is very important and it's mutual, not one over the other. It is mutual. So those are the wonderful things that we have in, in our business partnerships that we can carry on either in professionally right. or personally. We yeah, and just
1: remember, you're going to get a lot more done in partnerships than you can than you can as one person because you're just one person.
0: Exactly, exactly. So Reyes, before I let you go, I always ask my guests if they could provide one or two tips um, on how an amiga can handle her shit because I'm sure you've seen a lot of women out there handling their <laughs> shit. So what have you found to be... Um, you know, the skills that you've seen in women handling their shit.
1: Well, um, I I take my uh my cues from the women around me in my life. And what what I have learned is that if uh you are confident and you're not afraid to do things, um that in my opinion is handling your shit because um confidence goes a long way. And, uh, you know, you surprise yourself when you take on some project and, you know, at the beginning, you didn't think that, or you thought it was too much or you couldn't accomplish it. And then when you're all done, you say to yourself, you know what, that wasn't hard at all. And, you know, a lot of it is confidence is, you know, you took on the challenge, you decided to do it. And, um, and there was a little little thing in you that said, yeah, I can do it. And that goes a long way. And, and obviously, the second thing is surround yourself by people that um, bring the best, you know, out in you, you know, out of you. Uh, for example, um, your friends, your family that um, are positive and th- they give you encouragement. Um, I think those are the two things that really help an Amiga handle her shit.
0: That's right. I love it, Reyes. I knew that you were going to provide amazing tips. And it's so true, you know, confidence and not being afraid because um, especially in our culture as Latinas, sometimes we've been indoctrinated to like, nope, you can't do that because you're a girl. And um, I'm hoping that that changes uh, more and more. Um, We're trying to break that pattern because we both have girls as kids are as our kids and so it's important to also surround yourself with the best the best of people those that have the best intentions and so i know that reyes has the best intentions for me as i have the best intentions for him so Thank you so much, Reyes, for being here with me. And I know we had a little complexity, complications with this, uh, the Zoom call, but I know we're making it work here.
1: (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thanks for
0: listening to this week's episode of Amiga, Handle Your Shit Podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe